Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is 646-716-4972. And now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Megan's been in the industry about four or five years, and she's gone from obscurity to being so well-known. And I want to get her story out to you, especially many of you who are starting in the industry. So let's get into the interview. Megan, so good to have you here. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I've got your interview that you just did this morning. You were doing the morning update with Barry and Dan, and they do a great job of bringing out this morning update. It's, it's something I just never miss, and I love it. First of all, how did you get into the industry? What was it that drew you to this industry? Yeah, well, like everyone, we kind of fall into this space. And so at the time, I had just graduated from college, and I ended up moving to Vegas. And what? I lived in Vegas for eight months. Now, a college kid wanting to go to Vegas. Can't get that at all. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. All right. My, my mom was worried, to say the least. But yeah. at the time, I was doing personal training, and I had shifted from working in a gym to working all online. So that's where I really started to gain traction with social media, how to promote your brand and your business online, and ultimately generate leads and clients through the use of social media. And during yeah. that time, while I was growing that, I was working conventions and I ended up working the mastermind convention in Vegas like five years ago or four years ago now. And that is where I met everybody. That's where I met Barry and the team at MBS Highway. I met Kim Brahim. It was just a really great introduction for me. And then from there, Barry and Dan asked me to start doing events for MBS Highway. So I started doing events. And then a whole situation went down with life. And then I ended up moving to New Jersey to work more in the office at the home base. And I started in sales at MBS Highway. And then from there, I noticed that there were so many things that we could be utilizing better and spreading the word of MBS Highway. We didn't have a lot of marketing going on. It was a little challenging in some ways because we'd come out with new tools and it was very hard to educate everyone on these new tools that we were coming out with. So worked with creating a user's Facebook group and social media strategy. And it's really just been building up from there. Well, I love your program. I love what you do. You're commenting on the markets. I'm interested to hear how your learning curve, you started out as a personal trainer. I love, I've we're connected on Facebook. Folks, you want to connect with Megan on Facebook. She does a great job. But also, it's more than just to get to know her. Look at what she's doing. Pay attention to her strategy. I like how you're putting yourself out there. Talk about what is, how did you get into learning social media? Was it just something because you're in that generation where social media has been such a big part of your generation? How did that journey happen? And talk a little bit about that and some of the tricks you've learned that have been effective that you'd want to pass on to our listeners. Yeah, well, at the time when I was doing the whole bodybuilding thing, I was also doing shows, bodybuilding shows. And so when I started kind of just sharing my story on that platform, I noticed that sharing my story would generate a lot of leads, would generate a lot of people that wanted to learn more, to achieve certain goals. And so once I shifted into the mortgage realm, 
I took a lot of those same attributes. You get a lot of engagement when you share your story, whatever that might be. And so my biggest thing is I love helping people feel confident and comfortable in themselves so that they're able to promote their brands and their business. And I realized that in this space, especially when it comes to loan originators, the average age of a loan originator is in their mid to late 50s. And there's a lot of room for growth here for people to stand up and start promoting their business on social platforms. And so I took a lot of what I learned back in my days of bodybuilding. And during that time period, I suffered a lot with a negative body image. Very common. Yes. And I learned going through this process when I was done bodybuilding that I had all these concerns and issues that started coming up. Oh, I don't want to put myself out there on social media because now I weigh 20 pounds more than I used to. And once I got into the mortgage space, I realized that the reason people weren't promoting themselves and their business online, a lot of it was because one, they didn't know what to do. But two, it was because they had all these insecurities. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. And so a lot of what I share when it comes to social media is just sharing my journey. And what I learned is that it doesn't matter if you lose that weight, if you change your body in some way or some form or another, you're still going to have those insecurities. What it takes is it takes becoming okay with yourself. And once you come from that place of loving yourself where you're at right now, it so opens good. so that you can be more comfortable. And so I share a lot of that on my social platforms and people really That's connect good. with it because they don't talk about it, especially in this space, but it, it exists. What you're bringing up is authenticity, being comfortable with ourselves. As you said, almost loving yourself. Now, some people say they can take that way too far. That is true. But most of us do not really love who we are or we have these private concerns. I want to talk about you. Not only did you do bodybuilding, but you also have helped people through that, overcome that. What are some tips that you would say to help people that are dealing with that? I don't like the way I look. I don't like my voice. And, and I say things like, we've been looking at you this whole time. We're used to you. You're the only one that's not used to you. And we've been listening to your voice. You're the only one that doesn't like your voice. We like you. We know who you are. So those, what are some tips that you have for them? Yeah. So the first tip is really believe in what the message is that you're putting out there because a lot of the times when we come in and we feel a little bit insecure about ourselves, the way we look, the way we sound, well, if you overall have a really important message and a purpose with that, that's going to help you overcome those insecurities. And then as you mentioned, all your clients, they know what you look like. They know what you sound like. So really, if you're going to stop yourself from promoting your business, through social media and video because of these insecurities, it's a little bit selfish. So you have to just overcome that, believe in your message, and I promise you, the more videos that you do and the more practice that you have, you're going to get more comfortable and those issues are no longer going to be issues. I agree. So it's, it's really getting moving in there. How important is having a coach to help you through some of that? Did you overcome your own issues that you had to deal with? Did you get yeah. a coach that helped you? I am a firm believer in always having a coach. I've had a coach in many different areas of my life ever since I can honestly remember. I'm a firm believer in coaches because the number one thing that we struggle with is accountability. And that's really why coaches are there, at least in my eyes. They're mostly there for accountability so that you have someone that you can report to and you can keep moving forward because it's so easy to let us not take action due to the fear and insecurities that we have. So I'm a firm believer in getting a coach. I I love what you're saying there. So I I want to just punctuate that is, hey man, get a coach. I believe in it. I do a lot of coaching. It's amazing. So I don't care where you're at in your journey. You need a coach. I still have a coach and I'm turning 70 this year and I've got more energy and more purpose and focus. I'm more excited about what's going on than ever. And you have that same level of excitement and you carry it so well. And so I'm just Again, thrilled to have you on the podcast, but there's a lot to learn in the mortgage industry. How have you gone through being able to comment on some of the more complicated aspects, the economy, how things are rolling? How have you been able to do that? 
Well, I really thank Barry Habib for that. He has been a powerful figure in my life. We'd watch the morning update every day as a team together in the office. And I would write notes down and anything I didn't know, I would start Googling. If I couldn't answer it, I'd go talk to Barry about it. And Barry has this beautiful gift of being able to take these complicated things really easy to understand. So honestly, by watching Barry speak, by just being a part of this amazing company, that's really how... I've excelled at learning all of these things. And then once I started being on the morning update, well, then I really had to know what I was talking about. And it's, it's like they say, when you can teach something, that's when you yeah. really know it. And so once yep. I started having to teach it and articulate it, that really just helped excel it exponentially. You do a great job. I love the energy and I love how you guys coordinate that. And I would love to get in all that, but MBS Highway, we should just put in a plug for MBS Highway. It's a great product. It's a great tool. MBS Highway is definitely one of them that I go to. Barry has been so accurate in so many of his predictions. It's just scary. And not only that, he's just one decent human being, I can tell, as you can, so many Barry Habib moments where he's done something just so unselfishly. And I think sometimes when you're on camera, well, like yourself, people start looking at you differently when you are a person of influence or well-known. You're well-known because your podcast, which we're going to get to in just a minute. But how have you been able to handle that? How have you not let that go into your head? How have you regulated your own ability to manage, I don't say fame, but definitely one of the rising stars in our industry. Yeah, well, I feel like honestly that lesson started a long time ago back in my bodybuilding days because when you would post videos of you working out or being on stage in a bikini or whatever the case may be, there would be an influx of attention that you would get. I definitely fed off that attention a lot in my younger years. And having my body insecurities, I also fed off of that attention. And there was a good two-year kind of healing process after that. And now that I've started to gain traction and have the spotlight on me within the mortgage realm, I really just take a lot of those lessons and apply them to where I'm at currently. And it's definitely nice. I'll never say that it's not nice. I think generally speaking, humans do love attention and being part of the spotlight. I also think that that's just kind of my personality, but it no longer gets to my ego. And when I say that, I mean, I don't need people's attention in order to feel good about myself or important. And I think a lot of that just comes back from the fact of what I learned prior, but also just coming down to the fact that you're getting out there, you're providing value, you believe in what you do, and you don't necessarily need outside sources to tell you that. That is so good. Let's get into talking about your podcast. Yeah, so the podcast is called Behind the Breakthrough, and it all started because I'm a firm believer in people sharing their stories. I think that we learn a lot when people are vulnerable enough to share their stories, because as much as we think we're going through this pain and suffering alone, it is our own story, and that story is different from other people, but the pain that we're feeling is experienced by a lot of people, and once we hear other people's stories, we don't feel so alone, and we're able to grow exponentially and not make a lot of those mistakes. So coming out with the podcast, I really wanted something that was different than what's out there. And a lot of what's out there is tactics. Do this to achieve this. But there's not a lot of that vulnerable communicating. What pain did you go through? What lesson did you learn from that? And how did that help get you to where you are today? So So that's the whole purpose of the podcast. And I loved our episode. I appreciate you being on there. I think it was such an amazing, inspiring episode. And I love your story. People should go listen to it. That's really why I created the podcast. 
Well, your way of interviewing people, too, was really good. You drew me out. I shared some things in your podcast that I've never shared anywhere publicly. And I think it's so important to get stories told. We all have a unique story. We all have something unique that I think people are drawn to. And also what I think it does is it encourages authenticity. When you put yourself out there for some type of persona that's not real, people can see it. People figure out fake real quickly. We've seen so much of it. You do such a great job of interviewing. So yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So we'll put a link in our podcast right up today, folks, so you can go listen to that. There's a few moments in there I'm going, did I really say that? I can't believe it. Anyway, go listen to it. Talk about some of the interviews that you really joined and some of the things you do, just to kind of teach our audience, because this is like that book report where you do a good job of the book report. Everybody wants to go listen to it. So give us a couple of teasers of why people should want to go listen to your podcast. Well, so many people open up there about so many things. We've had people open up about going through a divorce and what it's like having that blended family later in life. Yeah. We've had Austin Hatch, and oh, he's wow. not in the mortgage space, but it's a really good story. He survived two plane crashes, and his entire <laughs> family passed away. And he was a pro Terrific. basketball player. So he talked mm. about how you have to shift your mindset and getting through that stage where it's so hard to get up in the morning. And we have just other stories on there of people sharing their siblings passed away when they were younger, and, and they struggled with wanting to make their family proud and how that events that happened early in their life really created the momentum and the hunger that they have to achieve what so they achieve today. And so it's so crazy when you get into these stories and you start to realize that this one event, while it was painful, it gave me what I needed to be where I'm at today. Yeah. And just having that mindset of being grateful for the pain that we have to go through in life. I and mean, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, it's so good. And you do such an amazing job of interviewing. Some people are going to say, how did you learn how to do interviews? Is this just come naturally to you to be able to do the interviews because you really do an excellent, excellent job of the interviews. And it takes a little bit of a skill. I would say a lot of it comes natural. The only practice I feel like I've got of interviewing prior to the podcast was the Facebook lives that we do on MBS Highway. But a lot of it has just has to deal with being curious about people, curious about their story, making sure that you're doing the research and that you're excited about the questions that you're asking because it's so easy for us to get into this repetitive format. These are kind of the questions. Yeah that I ask, but the second you get curious about someone, that's when it, it shifts and it completely opens up. So I would just say, get curious about people. Ask questions, get curious. That's a great tip. I'm so excited to get to know you, Megan, and share you with our listening audience. You're such a great example and should be a great encouragement to many that are looking at our industry. We've unfortunately had some pretty celebrated, well-known failures where people have made some bad decisions of what they've posted on social media, huge consequences on their careers. And you are such a refreshing example of that. The vast majority of our industry is quality people. And I, I just want to celebrate what you're doing and how you're going about it. Really thrilled to have the relationship. Again, a big shout out to Barry Habib, Dan Habib, and you on what you guys do in your morning report. Everybody in the industry should be listening to it. And I think it's so well known uh, out there that people are getting so much out of it. It gives a great update. So get to know MBS Highway, get signed up, get your account with them and uh, get to know Megan. So Megan, thanks so much for being here with us today. Really thrilled to have the chance to have some time to visit and get to know you better. Thank you. We've had as our guest, Megan Anderson of MBS Highway. Go check out the website, check out the links below. Appreciate you being here, listeners. Thank you so much. And a special thank you to our sponsors, Finastra, as well as the Community Mortgage Lenders Association of America, Indicom, as well as Incelerate, Ainsworth Advisors, Mobility RE, and Modex. Love those two technologies. Thank you so much, listeners, for taking time to be a part of the podcast. Tell others about it. And we look forward to having you back next week. Have a great week, everyone. 
You've been listening to Licken on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Licken of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.